Hey guys, welcome back to Nevertheless She Persisted, a podcast with Sadie Sutton. Today, I'm here with my younger sister, Ruby. Hi. How are you today? Good, how are you? Yeah. Okay, so today we're going to talk about, this is the beginning of a series I'm doing about going to treatment and what that is like, and I'm first starting with Boston and Three East. So that's what we're going to be talking about mainly mm-hmm. today. I want to get your perspective of what that was like, how that affected the family. Um, if you saw a change, was it effective? I want to get... Oh, I want to get an outside perspective from you about what that was like and hear about your experience. Mm-hmm. Talk to Ivy. I um, talked with Ivy about what her experience was like when I went away, and we talked both about Montana and Boston. So I want to talk to you mostly about Boston. Mm-hmm. So first off, pretty broad question, what was your experience of me while I was at home um, before, before I went to Boston? Um, I think it was definitely like... I didn't fully understand yet, like, everything that you were going through, so I, like, I, I think the first time that you, you know, started to, like, really, like, feel kind of, a, like, a little upset, a little sad, you know, like, and mom and dad really noticed, I think, so before, like, that all happened, I didn't really fully understand yet, so I think I was at, like, a sleepover with my friend, and I came home, and mom and dad kind of told me, and I was like, oh, and I didn't... What did they say? I think they were like, you know... Sadie, she had a little bit of a hard time this weekend. I don't remember word for word, but they said you'd probably have to ask them. But, um, and they were like, you know, it's been a little hard. She's feeling a little down, a little upset, Mm -hmm. a little sad, not feeling amazing about herself. And we felt a little like she needed, you know, we couldn't really help her as much as she needed the help. And we didn't want her to feel like she was suffering or she didn't, she couldn't access that help. Mm -hmm. So, and then she kind of, they kind of told me, they were like, you know, she's kind of, she's, she's not at the house right now. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of. And this was the first time I went to the hospital. mm -hmm. And before that, like, I think you had been feeling Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, like a little bit like. Yeah, I was experiencing depression. You were experiencing depression, but I had no idea at all. Mm -hmm. And I thought everything was still like you know, fine. And then I remember, like, um, so I kind of, like, you know, I got the idea, and I was like, oh, okay. And I remember just being really, really upset, and, like, not fully understanding it, and being, like, what were you upset about? Just, like, not really knowing, like, what was going on, where you were, not feeling, knowing, feeling like I knew everything, because at that age, I was in, like, what, second or third grade, so I don't think me... It felt so out of your control. Yeah, and, like, mom and dad probably weren't telling me everything for the best because they didn't want me to be, like, scared or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so I think, like, that I was at such a young age, like, it kind of not having you home was, like, oh, this is really different. Like, mm-hmm. I had no idea what it was, like, even about, kind of. Mm-hmm. But then I think as it, like, kind of progressed, I started to understand more and more how really you were experiencing depression and how serious it really was Mm -hmm. so I mean while you were home I can't say I fully understood everything because I didn't like all I knew was like sometimes you and mom and dad would like get in a couple fights and there would be some crying but I just tried to like I remember there was one time when like um like you know I heard you crying and I 
kind of Ivy came into the room and I was like, oh, what's going on? She was like, it's fine, just go back to bed. So I didn't really know. Yeah. So it was just, it wasn't, I, I knew something, it was kind of sad and I, I would hear the fighting, but I just assumed that was kind of like normal, normal fighting, you know? Gotcha. So I didn't fully understand it. And I think if I had better understood it, I would have, I don't think it would have, you know, benefited me like completely knowing because I was at such a young age. Yeah. Like how would I have known? So I think you being home was definite, like... It, I had no idea, so I didn't really mm -hmm. completely grasp that. Um, I remember when, so I know the biggest thing for me, um, do you remember when I used to struggle with self-harm and mm -hmm. cutting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I know that was you particularly because you understood what was going on. Mm -hmm. Atticus didn't, Ivy was kind of isolated. Yeah. But that, that hit you really hard. Yeah. Um, and that, I think, hurt you more than anyone in the family mm -hmm. um and I remember whenever that would happen or whenever I would get close to that mom and dad would say to me just remember how upset Ruby it makes Ruby just remember mm -hmm. that it's not just you that this is affecting um if it's too hard you don't have to explain you don't have to talk about what that was like mm -hmm. for you but seeing someone you love someone you care about mm -hmm experience and act on something of that magnitude what was that like I mean I definitely I all I knew was like I would hear like I think the most traumatic or not really traumatic for me but like the most like like scary for me mm -hmm. when I really was like this isn't like I was I was generally very scared for you and I didn't know like I understood that it was um I, like, I understood that, like, like you know, there was self-harm, there was mm -hmm. that involved, but I think it really, it, it hit me hard, and I was like, wow, this is really happening. What do you mean by it hit you hard? Like, I really, I understood it, because mm -hmm. I think we were at dinner or something, real, yeah. and then, like, my mom was like, Jason, come here, mm -hmm. and then I was like, oh, okay, and then I was, and then I just ended up sitting and, like, the TV room or something, watching something, and I was like, I don't even know what that was about, mm -hmm. but I think it really, I just, I remember just, like, mom trying to explain to me, and I just couldn't listen, I was like, this is really hard, like, because seeing someone you love so much, and you've always thought of as, like, and you still are, and you never were not, but, like, like, you know, like, always feeling really, really happy, and then, like, seeing them, like, in tears, like, really not, like, like, kind of suffering, mm -hmm. it was, I just, at that age, I kind of was like, this, is, this isn't how it's supposed, it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Everyone should be, you know, should have the right to kind of be, like, you know, happy. And, like, they shouldn't. And I didn't understand that it was, like, like, you know, you kind of, like, made that choice or whatever. Like, I thought that, like, I don't know what I thought. But yeah. it just, it definitely hit me really hard because you were always really nice to me and you were like in middle school and I was like, you know, the youngest kid at that time who went to our school. I probably should I'll move it out, you're name. good. Um, but so I think like at that time, like you would always like come up to me and be like, hi Ruby, you know, like really happy. And then when you, I saw you like not at school, I was like, oh, this is different now. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember like one time, like, my third grade teacher or something, like, mom had told her, she was like, you know, some Ruby's been a little upset lately, it's kind of hard, and I just remember, like, like, just starting to cry, like, I didn't even know, I was just, like, 
and I had kind of kept it a little bit bottled up inside in a way because mm-hmm. mom I would like just cry to mom I'd be like I don't know what's going on like it's so sad so seeing someone I love so much going through that but I think I, I just remember like being so sad and just being like I can't even explain it and like at that then like you know at school there's not really someone you can like relate to that's going through something so similar definitely so I kind of felt like I know it's not happening to me but it feels like it's kind of happening to me because it's like one of my family members yeah you were going to school every day in what third fourth grade third grade third grade and you had a sister at home who was struggling with depression and self-harm and we were having these explosive arguments I was in and out of the hospital yeah and you still had to go to school every day and put a smile on and act like everything was normal when no one else was going through that Uh and that's impossible to put words to to how hard that is and yeah I think that was one of the biggest things for me um when I was at home I had blinders on and I was only focused on my experience and how I was feeling so after I went to Boston and I was in Montana and I like had to take a step back when I wasn't in such a dark place for so long I didn't want to and I was scared to because it brought up so 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 much guilt of how much I'd hurt mom and dad how much I'd affected you and Ivy and Atticus and how I really hadn't been there as a big sister and I was in so much pain but I caused you guys that much pain as well just by just by not like you can't put blame on someone for experiencing depression Mm -hmm. it's not something you can control yeah but you can't put blame on it yeah and it's gonna affect everyone around them in a big way Mm -hmm. especially family members and almost more so I would say because for you to be in pain I would say most people would rather see themselves in pain than someone they love Mm -hmm, and so for me to be in pain is much easier to think about than you or Ivy or Atticus struggling Mm -hmm. with depression so it was so much easier for me to experience myself being in so much pain and having so much hatred and just so much sadness Mm -hmm. um whereas I can't even imagine you seeing me or someone you love so much be in that much distress yeah I I just I I couldn't do anything about it Mm -hmm. and like I remember like I would always be like oh Sadie coming home and then it would always change the date and it'd be like oh maybe next week we'll try again or this would happen and be like oh okay you know maybe again this time and I just remember one visit like we went to the hospital to visit you and it was just like we were all stuck in a room just like staring at each other and it was like really just like hard ice and I was like like, I couldn't do anything about any of it, and I just, to see someone, just like you said, to see someone you love so much hurting. What would you want to do? What would you want to have been different? I mean, honestly, there was nothing that I could have done that would change that mom and dad didn't try to do. I mean, definitely. They tried everything. Yeah, they tried everything. They did everything that they could, and it got to a point where they were like, I I don't. We needed more help, yeah. So, I mean, I definitely agree that, like, that. I couldn't have done anything that they didn't already do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what was it like um, when I left for Boston? Um, that was the first time I hadn't been at home for a long period of time, um, especially due to my mental health. What was that like? Was it a relief that there wasn't as much arguments and that I was taking a step back from the family? Was it, did you have like anger that the, I had taken it so far that I wasn't that I couldn't be at home like what was that like for you 
I mean, I just remember, like, mom and dad kind of flying back and forth every weekend, and, like, I just kind of, like, I wasn't happy about it. I knew you were getting help, but at the same time, like, that one visit that we took, I, it was just really, like, I knew how much pain you'd been in, and it just kind of, I mean, how do I put this, like, in a not horrible way? Like, it it wasn't the happiest place. There wasn't a whole lot of color, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was really hoping that it would be, like, a really, like, happy place, you know, like, music playing, because I was in, like, third grade not knowing. But, um, so when I saw that, I kind of was like, wow. And I kind of stepped back, and I was like, I I wonder if she is getting the help that she needs. Because, like, it just, I'd always seen you as such, like, a happy person. Like, you know, you know, like oh, hi, like, how's it going? Like, really happy. But then, like, you you kind of went into, like, this phase almost, and it was, like, it just kept on coming. And being home, like, it wasn't a relief that you were gone because I remember being, like, what if she doesn't come home for Christmas? What if we can't visit her for her birthday? Like, what happens if this and this and this? And I feel like not having someone to, like, talk to about those feelings, like, at school, I know all my friends were, like, really chipper, really happy, and I was, like, well, because it's Sadie and it's not me and it's, like, her privacy, I was, like, okay, I'm not going to tell any of my friends, right? Mm -hmm. Because that would just be immature and rude um, because it's your privacy and I did not want to do that. So it was kind of hard to kind of, like, find someone I could talk to because I didn't really want to talk to, like, a teacher about it because... Who did you talk to? So I ended up just, like, talking to Mom and, like, sometimes Ivy. And, I mean, it was really hard when... Um, it was really hard when you were, when it was, like, around, like, um, after we had visited you, because mom and dad, like, kind of, they didn't really tell us anything, because nothing had really changed, and it was kind of just, like, the same thing, so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, like, and I, it kind of scared me a little, I was like, well, I mean, is she gonna get better, is the same thing gonna happen, is it gonna get worse, and Mm -hmm. I, I just really didn't know, so... I mean, that was probably the hardest part of Boston for me. Like, the not knowing. And, like, the just, like, well, what happens if she's not home for this or this? Mm-hmm. And, like, not having someone to, like, go straight to in school. Yeah. Um, did you see a difference? Um, so, that visit you talked about was probably two or three weeks into when I had been there. Mm-hmm. Hadn't been there for a long time. I was there for 14 weeks total. Did you see a difference at the later visits before Montana? Um, I mean, I saw a little bit of a difference, but generally when we went, you didn't really talk a whole lot. So it was kind of, like I said, it's kind of like standing in a blank room, wondering where the art room is, wondering, or the artwork is, kind of like just wondering where, like, all the talking had gone. Because normally, everyone would talk to each other, but we kind of just sat there and ate takeout, and it was a little, like... But I mean, I definitely noticed, like, you had definitely stopped you know, like, the self-harm and stuff, from what I thought. I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's correct. You're right. But, um, so I noticed that had stopped, and I also noticed that, like, um, you had, like, you had, um, like, whenever we would FaceTime, you seemed really happy, Mm -hmm. but I was like, is that just, like, an act she's kind of putting on, or Mm -hmm. is it, like, really, she's that happy? Mm -hmm. And I think the thing I was most worried about while you were there, I was like, what if she comes home and the exact same things happened? What, what are we going to do then? And I mean, yeah, that was probably my biggest concern yeah. or worry then. Um, so flash forward to over a year after that, mm-hmm. um, I'm living at home now. 
and we went through the whole year of Montana and all of that. Is Are things different now? Do you still worry about what happens if it goes back to how it was? I have no... There's no question that that's going to happen, for me at least, because I just... So you think it will happen or it won't? I don't even think it's possible that it would happen again, but, you know. <laughs> like, that's like a metaphor, you know? Yeah. But, like, I definitely, like, feel so much more, like, connected to you, because you've... Like, while you were at Montana, I did notice the difference. You would call us, you would always be happy. Whenever we visited you, you genuinely wanted to see us. And, I mean, I went to Montana, and, like, the people there... So nice. Not that McLean wasn't. They were... Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you can say the name. I say okay. that one, yeah. Um, but, I mean, they were so nice there at both places. But I just thought, like, being in the outdoors, I think that definitely did something for you as well. Like, just being closer. Because in Boston, I mean, it's it's colder, you know. It's, there's not a whole, You're in a unit the whole time. Yeah, you're in a unit. But in Montana, you're in the outdoors. Like, <laughs> nature's right outside your window. So, I mean, I think that definitely did something. And at the same time, I think that, like, when you came back from Montana, like, nothing got worse again. Mm-hmm. I noticed when you would come home from Boston, it would be like, you know, happy for a couple days, and then it would be like, oh, okay, it's time to go back now. You know, like, yeah. nothing would kind of immensely be like, okay, mm-hmm. I think you're ready to come home. But I noticed that when you came home on visits from Montana, it was like, you know, you were really happy. It was like, and I kept on thinking to myself, is it going to be like this whenever she comes home? Because if it is, I'm really excited for that. Mm-hmm. And I think it definitely was when you came home. Like, when you came home, you were chipper, happy, <laughs> you know, you're doing well. You're, And I noticed you, like, trying to spend time with me, which is really, I appreciate that. And it, I want you to know, it does not, I don't probably share this with you enough, but <laughs> it helps so much. Yeah. Do you feel like you have someone to talk to now, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. if things are stressful and, yeah? Yeah. You think so? Mm-hmm. It's good. Oh, I know, so a really big part of Montana was very skills-based. It was, like, deep breathing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was DBT skills. I know there have been moments when I've used those with you. Um, have you found any of those skills to be helpful? Or, like, so do you, do you think that those work? And also, do you think that you have benefited as well from the skills that I've learned over the past year and in Boston? I mean, I definitely think that, like, you you spend time and, like, if something's wrong, you just kind of step back and you're like, okay, let's look at this in a different way. Let's all calm down. Let's think. Like, why Mm -hmm. is this happening? Let's try to stop this and prevent this from happening. And I, like, I have definitely benefited from those skills that you've learned, Mm -hmm. like, in so many ways. Like... One skill is like, okay, like the stop tool. I don't know where you learned that, but Boston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that helped. Mm -hmm. I know that. Um, But like, if you, like, if you were to give me a list of all the skills that you learned in Montana, I'd be like, oh, I used that one. I used that one. I used that one. And if if you were to take a survey from before to after, it'd be very different. (laughs) Yeah. Alrighty. Um, Thank you for coming and being on my podcast. Thanks for having me. Alrighty. To anyone else who has a family member or someone close to them struggling or anyone who feels like they can't talk to anyone or that they don't understand what's going on? Um, I would definitely say, like, def- like there are going to be some things that, like, are going to be di- very hard and 
it's really, I think at least it's very different in every case because it depends on, you know, like if you have someone who's going through the same thing, if, you know, if your family is okay with you sharing that with your friends, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But for me, I would say the best thing that I could do was just like think she's getting the help that she needs. She's doing okay. You know, she's in a place where she feels better about herself she'll come home and just like saying that to myself made me feel like oh I have hope she'll be okay like I know this will be you know okay so and also just like having someone to talk to kind of like I said if you don't have someone to talk to that's a different story but if you do if you can access like even just a family member if it's your cousin if it's your mom your dad your uncle your aunt your grandparents whatever having someone to talk to helps and don't try to keep it all bottled up inside. Just, like, let it out at the mm-hmm. time it's right. Just be like, I can't. Just, here's the thing that helped me most. Mom would be like, just just start crying. Just start crying. And I'd just be like, well, this and this and this. And just kind of, like, you know, pound it all, all in once. And after mm-hmm. that, you're like, okay. I feel like I can go into the day and, you know, be some semi-okay and know that she's in a good place. Gotcha. Yeah. Ready. Ready? P.S. Nevertheless, she persisted. 